Welcome to Get Animated, the anime watch-along podcast with the hosts of Get Played. I'm self-proclaimed summer yukata, Heather Ann Campbell. I'm self-proclaimed one and only summer as a 10th grader, Nick Weiger. And I'm self-proclaimed classified information because I just realized what Heather's been doing this whole time, Matt Avadaka. <laughs> and I think I closed my loop. Hello, everyone. Hello, hello everyone. And welcome back to the premiere anime podcast where we have been discussing mid-2000s mega hit, The Melancholy of Haruhi Suzumiya, season two. And today we are ending the Endless Eight, the infamous Endless Eight episode run with the final three episodes of the Endless Eight saga, part six part seven, and part eight. And as I mentioned in a podcast a couple weeks ago, we are recording this on August 8th, which gives you a little peek behind the curtain. But that Mm. is the day that the episode was broadcast originally when this episode was on television as The Melancholy of Haruhi Suzumiya season two, which is a reference to the endless eight. Um, That's this got me magical, fucked up. Guys. No. I'm 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 freaked out. I'm excited. I'm excited. Uh, it's been a it, it felt it's felt like a long journey, but it's really <laughs> this is just episode four of this arc, right? Like we did it we did the first one, first endless eight, and we didn't Matt and I didn't realize what was going on. Then we watched two and three. And I think and you we guys were thought like, it was a masterpiece. Like, oh, this is and awesome. Then, and then we and then watched, watched... <laughs> four and five. And we're like, okay, what the fuck is this doing? <laughs> and now we're closing it out today with episodes 17 through 19, parts six, seven, and eight. And we'll get to our reactions on that. The gloves are coming off. What I hey, we'll see. We'll see what we say in just a few. But first, we always do a segment where we ask each other. What we've been weaving, although nobody ever fucking asks me. Hi, I'm Ash Ketchum from Pokemon, and I'd like to ask you, Nick Weiger, what have you been weaving? Well, now, no, I now now I like feel bad that we just you know kind of have you in the one role, just kind of come in and say the line, and uh, but I I am curious what you've been weaving. I just CSI like... motherfucker, I watch See? CSI on loop. Okay, yeah. So this I knew is the it was going to be something like that, or like body cam footage, or you know, something weird. World. Yeah. Right, is what we see as live action, which makes sense. I gotta study up. That's the only way I'll be able to commit crimes without, with, well, without anybody being able to catch me. Yeah. I, I want to catch them all, but I never want to be caught. It's just mm. very, it's like brazen and like you say you don't want to be caught, but it sounds like you do want to be caught when you're broadcasting that you're committing yeah. crimes. Like you're, you're, like you're saying that into a microphone. I'm pretty sure that. If if even if you heard me say, I'm never going to be caught, you wouldn't even know what crime I was referring to. It's just kind of weird, too, that you're, like, watching these, like, cop shows and stuff and trying to learn how to cover your bases. Because yeah. I'm, like, I'm pretty sure that that's how they do it, too. <laughs> Maybe what, Mindhunter. Watch out, Mindhunter. Yeah. I think that one's got some. Yeah, I think the cops I also like you know, take away a lot from. I am exhausting yeah. my resources. I promise. Cops seem to like cop shows. They also like the Punisher a lot. That's a thing. 
like have really taken the wrong lesson from the Punisher. Yeah, yeah. Character who famously hates cops. Yeah. <laughs> it's just really funny to think about. Uh, while we're on this, I saw a, uh, maybe I sent this to you too. Uh, I saw one of those flags that was like a thin blue line flag, but the the blue line was Sonic's hog. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. <laughs> and I'm like, this is the only good one. Uh, but anyway, what are we weaving? Guys, I have an update. All right, Matt's cutting the line. Go for it, Matt. I, I don't know what the fuck he thinks he's doing. <laughs> oh, wait, I did, think did I know we, what my crime is going to be. A- Ash say- asked me. Oh, no, you I, go, Nick. Then, I, you then go. I bounced it back to Ash. You but go, I Nick. think you should. Uh, no, I think you should go because you're excited to talk. I want to hear. I went and saw that first slam hey, dunk. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. Nick. Yeah. Whose fucking job is this? I mean, it's your job. I, I appreciate and a less threatening tone. And who did I tone. fucking ask? You asked me. I mean, I could go first if it's really important I think to you. just in, in the interest of not making Ash upset. Okay. Although Matt did go mention first. something I'm interested in, so I, w- I do want to get to that. I'll, I'll go we'll, first. We'll circle just back to, to it, and I, I can only apologize for, for cutting you, in Matt. line. You're, Matt, you're on my good side. Nick. That's concerning also. It's not. (laughs) (laughs) Like when a mob boss is like, you're one of the good ones. I'm like, I don't want to be associated with you at all. Yeah. Well, at least least your head's in the right place when it comes to our power dynamic. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, You know, I'll kiss the ring every now and then. Who knows? Hey, Nick. Mm -hmm. Nick, I choose you. Thanks, Ash. I'll talk about Jujutsu Kaisen season two, which I'm keeping up with. Uh, I've I've seen the two mo- last time I think I talked about it was episode three. I've watched episodes four and five of the second season as of this record. You know, we're we're a few weeks ahead of the schedule, so there'll be more out. But I, I'm really digging it. It's doing something really interesting structurally, which you which crystallizes in episode five. There's also like it's all centered on. Gojo, who you are are familiar with, uh, who's like, you know, it's like like the coolest basic character. Like he's a supporting character, but he's pretty much the series in season one. But he's pretty and kind of a mentor figure. And he's kind of this the protagonist, at least so far of season two. Uh, and Geto, who's his partner. And so like their dynamic is really interesting. Um, and then there is a character I'll, I'll talk very, I'll talk vaguely here, uh, for people who haven't seen it or aren't caught up yet, but there is a character who has a big heel turn, which is jarring, uh, but it is a thing of like, you're watching it and I, at least, I, at least me watching everything once I'm like, is this completely earned? Um, I don't know, but it is really, it is a really cool plot move. And maybe it was seated more elegantly earlier in the season, and I just did not, uh, you know, clock all of those, you know, little inklings that this might be coming. Um, but it is, uh, it is really cool, and it's had some like just like very startling, shocking moments in the season. Um, some really grisly sort of violence, which I think is partly what the show is known for. Uh, but then also, you know, some uh, some some good comedy and just a, a, a gorgeous aesthetic. Uh, yeah, I'm really enjoying it. It's just a fun sort of pulpy, you know, yeah. straight ahead, uh, straight ahead series. And 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 I really uh, I, I like that it's set in the past um, and is like really just kind of giving you a little context for the backstory of these characters, at least so far in the season. That's really so, yeah, awesome. that's what I've been that's what I've been weaving. I I often resist the urge to buy 
like Jujutsu Kaisen merch because I don't mm. feel like I've seen enough of it to like rep it. Uh, but I because like what I and what I have seen, I do really like. Maybe so that right. Just, like, you don't be quizzed that... by some fucking otaku. Yeah, you know? that's, exactly. That's the nightmare. No, I that it, that would be the worst thing that could ever happen to me too. Because even shows that I have seen yeah. a lot, I'd be like, I don't, I can't do this. I can't. <laughs> uh, but. I just love the way the characters look, and so like every time I see like a shirt with like the characters on it, I'm like, oh god, they're so great fucking character cool. designs. No, this this is a thing that's talked about in animation a lot. Heather, I'm sure you've run into this. We probably talked about this on the fucking podcast, but like just the idea of of characters being. I was talking, I've been talking to a Futurama writer on the picket line, and just like how you are, you're always thinking in silhouette with animation character designs. Like it's just like you should be able yeah. to look at this character uh, and. Uh, and yeah, the characters, uh, you know, one color in the background is a different color, and just in silhouette, you should be able to tell who they are. And they all these characters work in silhouette; they're yeah. all so distinct. Uh, wow! And also, they should put Bender in Jujutsu Kaisen. Light well, my shiny metal ass. That'd be great. <laughs> I think Both Bender's the funniest Bender character and ever. The, the Jujutsu guys are in Fortnite concurrently right now. Oh my god! Is that true? Yeah, I have so to get funny. the Bender skin. I we had never really talked about Futurama. I think I honestly do think Bender's the funniest character to ever be created. I he's think he's really funny. He's so funny. <laughs> he's so funny. <laughs> I love Bender. He's so good. Um, God, hats off. I just every every writer who made Bender so funny is 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 a genius there's they're all great um also john dimaggio the voice of ben i mean of course, an, an icon artist. so fucking funny so good shut up baby i know it he's so <laughs> <laughs> uh I, I love bender i could go on and on um okay is it okay if i go yeah of course yeah ash? yeah i mean i think ash ash what do you think yeah yeah that's fine Okay. That's great. Matt, I choose you. Okay, thank you. I went and saw the first slam dunk. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. And it was a pretty decent sized crowd. It was in the smaller oh, nice. theater at the AMC. But, you know, and also my AMC is dilapidated in the wake of Barbenheimer, <laughs> like they, they they couldn't handle the traffic. They couldn't handle the the amount of people coming, and it's a fucking uh, war zone there right now. Wow. Like, it is nuts. <laughs> I was in a theater recently, and like the, the chair that was next to me was fully collapsed. Like it was like just a, it was a quite a scene. All the slurp, all the icy machines were down. It was a it was a, a real nightmare. Um, but seeing the first slam dunk. Not being familiar with Slam Dunk, the anime or the manga, I had the same takeaway with Nick. I was like, "This is in at least the top three of the year for me." Yeah. It is so wow. fucking good. Yeah, it is just such a. Uh, it is a heartbreaking <laughs> story told through a single basketball game. And oh, I gotta see it. I gotta see it. You do. You'd love it. I it's think. so fucking good. It, the character uh, also huge laughs in it. There is some really yeah. funny stuff that it's got happens. Some great in the comedy. Movie. Uh, but like, I loved. You know, Nick talked about the art style last week, and that was like 
I'd never seen that before. I mean, we're in an age right now in animation specifically where we're moving past, you know, the the jump from 2D to 3D animation was one thing, right? That's like sort of like a new, that was a new frontier, like with Shrek and, you know, Toy Story rather, Uh, like all these movies. No, I think Shrek is the right one. Shrek really uh, perfected it. Shrek, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, the mud physics on his fucking ass when he's getting out of the 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 mud bath he was in. Um, but like, yeah, th- those were like the ones that sort of like set the table for animation for the next you know decade or something. And then Spider Verse and Lego Movie come along, and they're sort of two different things too, right? Uh, but they're two different things in the opposite direction. And I feel like the new Ninja Turtles movie also is like its own thing. And now this the first slam dunk is its own thing too. It's in its own lane completely because it is there. It's it's like almost hard to describe because they're like, they're sort of 3d models, but they're 2d. And yes. yeah, my, like, my understanding of reading about yeah. it is that, and I, I apologize if I said the same thing no. last week, but it's like they're 3d models for the basketball sequences yes. where all the athletics and then the, uh, for everything that happens outside of it, it's, it uses a, a, a 2d, uh, a, a more traditional yeah. 2D approach. But they're also, they look like, like how you said, they look like the paintings in the the, the art book. Mm-hmm. It's fucking gorgeous. It's, it just looked so great. And there's Very a moment, movie. there's a moment in this movie that I don't want to spoil, but I think it had me the most hyped I've been all year. And it wow. was, it was so great and so fun. And I just think, I think everybody should go see this movie. Um, it's, and I don't really even care about basketball, but I was like invested in the game because they like make such a point of like th- what the stakes of the game are. And like, uh, it's just great. It's just yeah. well animated, well, really, really fun. Um, and I, 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 I can't wait to uh, see it again someday. I, I really loved it. And on that note, too, I'm also um, I'm still reading Evangelion manga, enjoying that. And tonight, I'm seeing another movie that I'll talk about next week. All right. Ooh. Uh, I, you know, I, I don't pay attention intentionally to the Oscars, but I know it's going to be one of those things where they'll do like the fucking when they do the nominations for best animated feature. They're they'll like ignore. They might get they might give Suzume, but but probably yeah. not. And then they will definitely ignore the first slam dunk. And instead, they'll like nominate like Ruby Gilman, Teenage Kraken. You yeah, know, it's like they'll elemental. Just, like, yeah, it's gonna it, it it will be Elemental, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and Spider Verse. Yeah, and like, like like those will be the nominees, and it's just like yeah. Again, sometimes they'll they'll acknowledge anime, but mostly it's just completely completely black a black hole. I'm a little broken hearted because I never even considered that it would be playing here mm-hmm. in Amsterdam. Mm-hmm. And it is indeed playing. And it has English subtitles. Wow. But the showtimes are exclusively when we record this show. Oh, man. Wow. For, for I believe, the next week. Well, we don't record every day. No, but it, it also doesn't On show the days. every day. Oh, it's only lines up with our pod with our record schedule. That's I feel like wild. we can figure something out to make sure you get to go see it. Yeah. We'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll see. Um, I guess it's my turn. Uh, and I have weaved really hard this week on Vinland Saga. 
Oh, uh, wow. Okay. It is a. So I finished The Witch from Mercury. Great little Gundam show. Great job. Um, and then uh, a friend, uh, well, a friend of the pod, Albro Lundy, uh, was talking about Vindo- Vinland Saga, and I gave it a shot because uh, the next Gundam in the Universal Century timeline is unavailable uh, without, say, finding it alternatively. Um, and that's not something I want to discover when I'm sitting down to watch an anime in the morning. Right. So I loaded up Vinland Saga. Mm-hmm. And I have watched an episode every single day since our last record. Wow. wow. Um, I like a Viking story. I like I like Viking history. I, I'm excited about that time in medieval the medieval period. I like that, you know, there is a real world, you know, group of fucking pirates slash explorers that had like that had like trinkets from China mm-hmm. and North America and Baghdad. Like these guys went all over the place. I think that's a, a fun era to 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 read about sure um i'm not immensely entrenched in viking lore uh but you know i've done some reading uh i've played that (laughs) played that uh assassin's creed game you can't say you just played it you like did every single thing you could do in there (laughs) (laughs) you lived in that game i lived in that game um and you know uh I think by the time this uh, this episode airs, I will be literally in Norway um, going to Viking Shit. museums. Um, That's right. Finland Saga fucking rules. It is also a true story. So somebody took the story of this guy, Thorfinn, what? who is an explorer of... Uh, Vinland, which is North America in Viking history, uh, and they made an anime of it. So it's not, you know, documentary style. Like, it's a bunch of, like, fake made-up shit with, like, dudes with superpowers. Sure. But they're all Viking-based superpowers. It's like, oh, no, that guy took a bunch of mushrooms before he started fighting. <laughs> he can't tell friend <laughs> from foe. Like, it's, like, that kind of shit. Um, but it is grim as fuck. It is so violent, and it also has an excellent theme song, and the animation is fucking gorgeous, too. Season two has just started, uh, I think, airing uh, right now, but I'm still in season one. Um, it's so fucking cool. It's so good. Hell yeah. Like, I'm I'm hype as shit. Uh, I'll watch and, that shit. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta watch it. Vinland Saga on uh, Crunchyroll or wherever your anime finds you. Um, and I'm, I don't want to spoil anything other than that it, it's fucking great. Wow. It's great. So far, wow. it's great. I'm six episodes in. Well, there you go. Yeah. Well, we're eight episodes in to the Endless Eight arc. <laughs> the Melancholy of Harui Suzumiya. Finally wrapping this up. Boy, where where to begin? Um, what a ride! <laughs> I I okay. <laughs> I really did not care for episodes six and seven 
part six and seven, episode 17 and 18. Uh, for the same reason, I really had like checked out by the time we got to episodes. Really, it was really part five that 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 you know yeah. put me over the edge. But parts four and five, which we talked about last week, and then I went into eight with an open mind, being like, "Well, you know what? The payoff here has got to be fucking immense." <laughs> Like this is they're really gonna be like the like the fireworks shows they've been going to each and every episode. This is gonna be a fucking this is gonna detonate. <laughs> um, and we'll talk about how I reacted. But I'm Matt. I'm curious. First of all, your your impressions watching this for the first time as I did. I huh. I you know. <laughs> I think because I experienced four and five. Yeah. I wasn't as put off uh, six and seven because I was like, well, yeah, they're already, they're already fucking with me. Right. <laughs> they, they, uh, they're, they, I've already experienced the pain. Right. So I'm not more mad. Or more uh, disappointed, or more annoyed. Uh, I'm the same. I was the same level of annoyed. I was just. Um, I just knew that it was ending, and because the ending was around the corner, I think I was able to compartmentalize. Sure. Uh, that feeling a little bit. Uh, going going into going into the final loop, but then I did do something afterward that I'll. That I'll talk about later. I, you know, I try to give everything I watch my complete attention. Yeah. And especially when I'm watching it to comment on it, because I feel like that's part of my responsibility. So, you know, I'm not, mm -hmm. I'm not looking at my phone. I'm not like, but I, it, it's hard. I found it hard to maintain complete focus as I was just essentially rewatching the same thing over and over again. Like, it, like there were parts where I felt like I was kind of drifting, uh, even as I was letting this thing wash over me. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. Uh, I mean, Heather, you watched this as it aired, and you're returning to it now. What was that like? I want to talk a little bit about two, two factors here. One mm -hmm. is... So I was watching it fan subbed as it was airing in Japan. And as Nick has pointed out, there was no telling when this fucking thing was going to end. Like you couldn't see, like I, I didn't know if it, the endless eight was going to be 80 episodes. Yeah, sure. So every week I would sit down and I would t watch it and I would be like, at the end moment when Kion's like, I have to do something. I was insane with anger and frustration when he didn't do anything because I was like, you, you, you gotta be, how is this possible? And it, it was, it, it's weird because I was so angry by the time the whole run ended that I was like, are we, is this supposed to make us hate God? Like, is this <laughs> like the concept of this run? Like, it's it's such a confounding choice, especially when you consider how hard it was to get anime at the time. 
Sure. Or if you couldn't get anime, like if you couldn't pirate it, you'd have to buy it. Yeah. So imagine buying in Japan two episodes of The Endless Eight on a DVD. I think somebody in our Discord even talked about this. Mm-hmm. Like to purchase two episodes of Endless Eight on DVD at like 69 fucking dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Is such, it's such a cruelty. Yeah. But unless you're like, this is a work of art. Sure. And maybe it is because it is hand drawn. Every fucking thing in this show is hand drawn. There are people drawing this. Um, I mean, it's funny that it exists. I don't it think is any, funny. I don't think anything like it will ever be done again. But it makes you hate Haruhi for doing this to us, the viewer. Right. Because there's nobody else to blame. I But I wonder... That's interesting because I, I hadn't thought about that. Uh, I don't know. Obviously, she's doing this. She's the cause of this. I'm less mad at her than I am at Kion. <laughs> because sure. she doesn't know what she's doing. Like, she doesn't know she's doing it. So I like, on, a, on, a, on some level, I feel like I can't be that mad at her because, yeah, she's the reason it's happening, but she's not aware that she's doing it. Or at least we don't know that she's aware. We, we don't know. Um, it's speculated that she, she doesn't know what's going on. Um but everybody else knows, and Kion's with the has the power to do something. And for what six of these eight episodes, he makes no choice. Yeah, I don't know like, yeah. when exactly he first clocks that he's got to he's got to not let her leave. I don't know if that's episode. I can't remember if it's episode three or episode four yeah. of this. But uh, yeah, he, it's pretty early on, and then he it replays the exact same way. And yeah. I don't think he even gets up. Until episode seven, maybe eight. I think so. Seven or eight. Might just be the final one where he finally gets out of his chair. I think he gets up and like stands there and doesn't say anything. Yeah, I think that happens earlier. But you know, and I I'm not mad at uh what's her name? Yuki. Cause even though she could say something about it, I understand that there's rules she abides by. And while that is frustrating, I uh, you know, I can't fault her for uh, for being good for being a rule follower uh, as a rule follower myself. Um, but yeah, I think I I never considered being mad at, at at Haruhi, even though she's the one to blame. When we finally get out of the loop, well, let's. I mean, I guess we should just talk sort of. Um, chronologically here uh our 17th episode for season two slash uh endless eight episode six yeah um there's very minor changes uh kyon makes a gundam reference instead of a evangelion reference uh and that's pretty much it otherwise it is entirely a reanimated Endless August run with almost nothing else different. Is there an Evangelion 
that there's a tea sip and like kind of a misato kind of ah at a certain point, right? Am I wrong about that? In wait, in in six or in, in the one, one of where them. he references I, don't, I, I I think that's the one where he references Evangelion. Okay, yeah. There there I sh- I don't have it in my notes one exact which one that happened in, but um and then in the 15,527th loop mm-hmm. uh which is endless 8 7 um there are also very few changes. There's some changes in the background music. Uh there's um a moment where Kion is standing in front of the word endless. Yes. Um I do like that. Yeah, I mean there's more of that. New there's new visuals literally throughout. Mm-hmm. Uh and slightly different character designs. And then finally in Endless Eight, Episode Eight, which airs on the eighth month, eighth day of the eighth month of the year, which is also our eight and eight today. Uh, Kion finally breaks the loop by standing up in the final scene of the summer in this cafeteria. All of the different images of Haruhi from all the different days that we've experienced overlap in the sort of like desaturated versions of her mm-hmm. and he that shouts. looks cool that looks awesome yeah that's fucking dazzling great. dazzling sequence and he shout as this music uh starts you know blasting over the uh over our speakers he shouts there's still one thing he wants to do and he says i want to do my homework with you guys tomorrow mm-hmm. And he points to each of the people in the in the brigade and he assigns them a role of what how they're going to help him finish his homework. And Haruhi gets mad at him and she's like, you can't make decisions without me. I want to do it, too. And then they all uh, decide to do their homework together. And you cut to not the next day, but the day after. Right. Where you see the wreckage of them hanging out. And you see a flashback to the previous day. So we immediately know that it worked. The Haruhi played fucking video games. They did homework. They ate snacks. And finally, they can uh, move forward. And Kion, not knowing what to do with his life, goes to the goes to the SOS Brigade room. Koizumi is there for the, for similar reasons. Doesn't know why he's there. But the most heartbreaking thing in that in in the room to me is that Yuki didn't show up. Yes. Like yeah. you you feel her absence is like so almost scary that this this thing, this creature, this entity who is manifest as a young girl experienced the day before. 594 years worth of times. That's fucking crazy. Someone who is like, you know, so alien from humanity, like her version of of catharsis is just like, well, I can just not be the, I, like I this is one thing I can control. I can just probably just sit in a chair in my apartment instead of sitting in a chair uh maybe she's even reading 
Maybe she's sitting in a chair with a book in her apartment instead of sitting in her chair uh, with a book in the whole in the club room. But either way, it's like she like she's just something. It does acknowledge the the person who's who's endured the most torment through this experience. Yeah. outside of the viewer. Kion and Koizumi play poker. Uh, neither of them draw a second card um, or discard. And Kion has a royal flush on first pull. Yeah. Um, which I don't I don't fucking know what that means. I think it's just like you know, there's so many you go through so many iterations of something. And it's like, like oh, we've done, we've done fifteen thousand plus permutations of the same sequence of events, and it's all kind of arbitrary what happens. And you know what? Like because it's arbitrary, hey, here on the first instance, we just happen to get like the mathematically the best possible poker hand. There's no, there's no rhyme or reason to it. It just sort of speaks to. I, I, I mean that that's kind of that's kind of what I thought. It was just sort of like a comment on on randomness. Um, I I but yeah, who fucking knows? It also could just be like they thought it was a funny joke. I, I okay. So here's the thing. And Matt teed this up last time. They put so much import on Koizumi to, to taking Kiona's side while while Harui and Asahina are are snoozing on the rooftop yeah. when they were looking for UFOs. And him saying, like, well, here's what you have to do. You have to tell, like, whisper in her ear that, like, grab her from behind, whisper in her ear that I love you. And it does kind of cue you up, like, okay, that's the thing he's refused to do. And then he reaches a point where he has to do something. Maybe that's the key. Maybe that's the thing he has to remember to do. But it's not that at all. Like, that's a total red herring. This thing you've had repeated a half dozen times by the time we get to, to part eight it's it's not that it's just that we that Haruhi just needed an activity f- to fill the final day of the calendar to feel like her summer was I mean I guess to feel like her summer was maximized and that ended up being homework. I mean it is like one of the it is like another I feel like frustration of the viewer because it's like the resolution is like I know we have to do we have to do my homework which we've talked about and I know you've done all your homework and I haven't started mine so we can all gang tackle my homework let's do that yeah like that that's the ultimate thing that breaks them out of it I don't think is particularly satisfying to the viewer because there's nothing of like oh right like there's then there's also nothing of like I put this together on my own earlier I knew this was headed there and so when I see it pay off I'm uh you know I'm I'm excited by that. It's neither of those sensations. It's just like, uh, all right, that was it. Okay. That's sort of anticlimactic how, a little bit. That's how I feel because specifically because it's the first time we see Kion try and do something and yes. it works and it's a bore it's like boring. Like like <laughs> like if he had tried other things and failed, you know what I mean? I I think yes. that would have been a little more interesting, like along the way, like if like Maybe he doesn't try something the first time through the loop, but maybe the second time he's like, oh, I should try and do something. Like, oh, why don't we go do the, uh, you know, goldfish scooping again or something? That was really fun. I liked that just to do an extra thing. And then, you know, it starts again. She wasn't satisfied. That wasn't the right answer. Uh, and keep going or, you know, try a different activity that maybe she doesn't like or something uh, or just try something and fail at the very least. But, you know, the fact that he nails yeah. it, Nails it on his first try, 
because he's hasn't tried in fifteen thousand fucking times or whatever. Uh, I, is is kind of not as fun to me. Well, I think so. I was so much more having now sat, sat through this more than once. Um, this time when he's like, "Let's do homework," I felt euphoric. Sure. <laughs> I was so relieved, and I think that maybe the point of him saying let's do homework is that he literally needed to do anything. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. He needed to take any action, and the dude is so passive and so blasé through so much of this show that he almost had to break his own programming. Like if Yuki is like an observer then Kyun's place in Haruhi's universe is somebody who's just willing to go along with shit. And the fact that he takes any action is what brings him beyond his boundaries and thus forces the world to go forward. So, I don't know. I, I, I remember being upset that he didn't say I love you the first time I watched it. But here in the year of our Lord 2023, I'm like... Fuck, I am so grateful that you said anything. I also didn't remember him screaming it, which was funny to me. Right, yeah. right. <laughs> like I I I I I hate the endless eight, but I really <laughs> like how dumb it ends. <laughs> I, I did so, laugh. I will it say it is funny. Yeah. I, I I think that's a pretty that's a pretty convincing case because if you like all through all these loops, through all these iterations, it's really the only point he ever makes any sort of decision for himself. Mm -hmm. Everything else is like him mostly listening to what do going along with what Haru he wants, but you know, also like when Asahina calls him and Koizumi says you have to show up, that's him also like just like he's going with the flow endlessly. He's like he is as passive as you can possibly be in this scenario. And so the like yes, his first idea works because any idea would work. Sure. Because what's important is that he had an idea or that he spoke up for himself. And when Harui gets, if you think of like Harui as like a bully, which she is, it's like that's the only thing that gets that garners a bully's respect ever is like I'm gonna stand up to you, I'm gonna say something in you know for myself. Uh, but it, that all that said, it still is kind of a fizzle. I feel like at least on first viewing, because I mean she even like bullies him after making the choice a little bit like she like yells she does, right, right in his face like pokes him in the in the chest and is like how dare you try to make a call like that like i'm the leader of this group you can't just do whatever you want can i come yeah she loves it yeah it's it's a it's fucking you know what it is it's just like i think it really is just this is so up its own ass by doing this eight times whereas i feel like if this had gone three or four times I think there would be a completely different reaction. But by the point where it's like, okay, we've just seen the exact same thing with minimal variation enough times to be for, for us to be deadened by it. But also um, a staggering amount of work. Yes. Um, an amazing amount of work, an incredible amount of work. Like as an art project, like you were saying, it's 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 amazing that it exists. It is it is the more you think about the endless eight, the more shocking it is that it exists at all. Yeah. Right. I um, after I finished the eighth one, I immediately went to YouTube, typed in 
endless eight all at once and pulled up a video where all eight of them were in squares in a single screen. And I watched, I watched it. I watched all 24 minutes of it. And with the sound on, which if you're going to do, if you're going to do it, I don't recommend. Because <laughs> <laughs> it did make me feel a little insane. But the thing that I was struck by was, yes, there, it's completely, there's not a single frame of it that is reused which is staggering, right? But also, you know, it they all sort of kind of start at the same time and at the same pace a little bit, but then it diverges slightly because it gets to certain things a little bit sooner here and there or whatever, but then sometimes it like resyncs back up a little bit and like, you know, it's a different dialogue choice, so it'll say something different than he would mm-hmm. in the in the one loop, but then sometimes it'll be like an echo of the same thing. And like it's like it's it's very interesting. So if you do watch it with the sound, there is like a little bit of fun there. Uh, but don't do that. Don't do it. It was, it was really, uh, yeah. It it was. It made me a little. It made me go a little mad, a little batty. Uh, even uh, having it on on mute though is like it's interesting. Yes. just to experience. Yes. Well, I've done that in a smaller way each week to yeah. mm-hmm. double check that they aren't reusing these. Uh, episode, the scenes, the layouts, whatever. As a as a as a human who works in animation, <clears throat> the amount of time it takes to make an animated episode of television, mm-hmm. like we finish writing the show, we finish writing Rick and Morty two years before it comes to air. Yeah. Because the amount of work that goes into animating an episode of, te- of of television is so big, the idea that potentially and and maybe it's let's say it's streamlined because they don't need to re you know it's it's the same they always know the location is going to look basically like this right right if they have the layout for that location like your your sort of 3D map of the location they can put the camera in different places the 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 concept of the camera but you don't have to be like what does this wall look like so you're streamlining design right the characters are slightly different in each version of the like the the actual look of them so there is some design work happening on, on that level, but your background, like, no no matter what, you're looking at probably a year's worth of work from we're going to do this to airing it. And I cannot imagine working at the company for that year. Like, were they like, fuck, people are never going to stop talking about this? Or were yeah, they like, I wonder. were they like, oh, this is the word. Like, were there people who were like, "Our boss is crazy," right? Were they ready for the? Were they primed for a backlash at all? I don't know. Which this, this certainly got at the time, from it, what I read. It's it's such a shocking choice. Yeah, that part of me is in awe of the like salaries were paid. Yeah, 
for a year of people animating the same fucking episode over and over again. That's crazy. The okay, so we, we talked about it earlier, but the port the point in the episode where he finally Keon finally is like, I'm gonna stand up. This is episode is part eight. Uh this is episode 19, where he stands up and he's finally like, I gotta do something. And again, maybe you're watching this time, maybe you know the name is Endless Eight, maybe you've done the math and been like, okay, this is the eighth episode, maybe this is one he finally does it. But if you don't know that, uh, or or watching it in any context, they really like draw out that moment because like he stands up he's like staggering towards her uh we talk about how like it looks really cool because he's got all these double images he's seeing all the different overlays of all of the previous uh times in in which he's he's about was been at this decision point um and she's walking out the door and we see her get all the way out the door and go into blackness and his hand is still extended so like you think like you kind of think like is that is this really the moment is he did he let her go again? Like mm-hmm. it lets it linger there. And then he kind of brings his hand up and it's kind of like, you know, kind of goes into like him charging up a move anime style when he has the revelation of like he has to say his uh, he, the, he has to uh, bring up the homework thing. Uh, and then he has like kind of like a dream sequence sort of thing, like a montage of all the different events that have transpired over the course of these uh, uh, of these uh, iterations of the endless eight, like, and that's really cool. Like he's looking at it at just like a cloud form. Um, Harui like jumps into the, uh, the water in her swimsuit. She pops up. She's got like the tray of the, uh, the dumplings or the takoyaki or whatever that they have at the carnival. He takes, he spears one and brings it up. And now it's like a, a cicada on a toothpick. Like all that is like really artful and impressionistic. And it's like, Oh, this is, this is awesome. And this is like kind of paying off. But again, you've just been through so much of it. I feel like even, even there, it's like not really satisfying because you're just kind of like, are we finally done with this? Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I have to admire it. I have no choice to admire it because it's just so audacious. And I feel like it's like it's also the kind of thing you would want to make someone else watch after you've watched it in the same way that Heather kind of did to us. Of be like, like you gotta check this thing out. Don't don't read anything about it. Just watch it, you know. So I I I, I definitely admire it. I'm just not sure if I I really found it satisfactory. I maybe think, I think it killed Haruhi. Mm, like I yeah. really think it killed, killed the series. I think it killed the series. Wow. I think it killed demand for because there are a lot of light novels. Like right. the show could have gone forever, and the first season was so admired and loved and the second season people were like death threats what were you about to say matt well death threats that's that's that sounds like when like when anybody when the anime fans don't like the anime they're immediately like i'm gonna kill you because that's not the first time we've heard that for a show we've talked about on the show uh that's that's crazy um I think I was going to say that maybe I'm just like a little, maybe I have a negative bias because I don't think doing homework is fun. <laughs> and <laughs> the resolution that they came to is like, let's do homework. And they had like a fun day. I guess they were kind of doing other things too. And if you're doing homework with your friends, maybe that's like a little different. But uh, I wouldn't be like the last thing I want to do. I'm, I'm in the Haruhi camp. I'm doing all my summer homework 
first couple of days knocking it all out and then the rest of the summer i'm doing all sorts of all kinds of crazy stuff well yeah you say that now though as like a full-grown man yeah like a job and like a a, a live-in significant other and like a a place that you pay for it's like i think it it would when i had fucking kid brain i was definitely not doing yeah i was like dragging my feet to do do that i will never i will never do that shit yeah i don't think i ever did any summer reading ever yeah i came back and just like yeah i read it and you know public school being how it is they're like okay i took took optional summer classes in high school and college so in high school i took summer courses so that i could make it so that my senior year i didn't have hardly any classes at school yeah because i was like i think i can compact most of my time into this summer and then my final semester of of high school i will have lunch for almost five hours a day and i did it (laughs) (laughs) i did it i pulled it off i had almost no classes my final semester and then in college i took my college didn't offer animation classes, and I really wanted to, at that point, I wanted to potentially work in animation, maybe as an artist. And so I had to take classes at a different college that would transfer credit to my college. And I took hand-drawn animation classes, and it was the most miserable I've ever been. <laughs> because wow. So I can draw. But I am not an artist. Right. Does that make sense? Same. No, same same for me. And I was in a class with people who were artists. Right. Like, if they needed to draw, like, a character turning, they could draw that. They could, like, they knew what would happen to the shoulder to make a character turn. Whereas I had to shoot something on a a digital camera or a, or a, a camcorder put it like put it on a television and then trace like rotoscope trace the motion of the character so that i could see how it worked before then transferring that concept into like i i drew pictures for every waking moment of my life for like 2 months wow in order to take this animation course. And at the end, I was like, I will never work in animation. I will never do this again. <laughs> but having that baseline knowledge, I'm sure, is is useful. And and I do think that it this yes, you to 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 your point, and and this is at least what I, what I took away from what you're saying is that like it's just there's so much this is such an art form that you know it, it we can comment on fr- from a sort of a, from a very different perspective of someone who actually is an animator, you know? And, and I feel like it's just like when you can really uh, appreciate and acknowledge just how, what a, what a labor of, I don't know if it's even a labor of love, but what, just what labor this was. Well, also, it's it's wh- mind blowing. What was the pipeline? Like, were they boarding this? Like, were you having to submit your boards for your episode, because yes. I'm assuming they were directed by different directors because they have different tones, you still would have to submit those boards probably to the Japanese version of a showrunner 
who then would have to compare to make sure that you weren't using the same setups because God forbid that you used a shot on accident that was kind of used in a different episode. Yeah, I'm looking at the wiki right now and I can't get any context on who the. Uh, it, it doesn't have accredited directors for each of the endless eight episodes, so I don't know if that was that was indeed the workflow. Chaos. It's it's total mad. It's madness. I mean, it's amazing that they did this. Uh, I I I wanted to say that this is a because because you know I didn't look up anything before in advance of this, and so our our me and Matt's reactions were pretty pure. Uh, but after I finished it, you can't help but like look things up. Like yes, the endless eight in one video, or you know, I I just look for, when I just Google when I just put into YouTube endless eight, what comes up is. How Endless 8 became one of the most hated arcs in anime history. <laughs> or The Endless 8, the most baffling arc of television ever, ever, ever made. Or my favorite, Endless 8 pisses Hitler off. Uh, <laughs> this is a downfall meme. Um, and then the Endless 8 in 1 video that I watched, uh, it the, the description for the video just reads, Fuck you. So... <laughs> I, yeah. So the, it's a shame that you have Googled a little bit because I was going to ask. Yeah. Do you think the next episode is going to be a new one? I, yes, I do. I mean, I, I felt that, I, I would have felt that even if I'd looked nothing up because it feels like it's called Endless Eight. It's the eighth of these episodes, and it feels like it's going to start with the. It's going to go in a different direction, especially I, the way it, it 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 like has the kind of after. This is the one that has the the post loop sequence. As a person watching it when it was first airing, when each of these episodes yeah. was just called Endless Eight, there was a fear I had going into the next week, <laughs> <laughs> like a like a. Oh God! What if they fucking do it again? <laughs> what if he wakes up and he can Groundhog Day it? So he rem like yes. there's a possibility that the next episode he'll remember it and he'll yeah. be trying new shit every ev like I was so fucking scared. But no, the next episode of the Harhi or uh, the Melancholy of Harhi Suzumiya is indeed. A new episode. Okay, that's good to know because I wasn't afraid of it until you mentioned that as a possibility. Because <laughs> I did sort of think it did have like a definitive ending too, and then you said that, and I was like, but wait, what do I know? Maybe I'll take a really, what, what you were saying, Heather, maybe I'll take a really basic like learn to animate like video course or something like that, just to have like some baseline of, you know, because I understand some principles like squash and stretch and anticipation, but just to have a little bit more working knowledge of that um for this podcast that, that that feels like a useful thing i mean you could you can do it it uh it it, it took away my joy and my dream <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't i maybe i would watch a youtube video and not take a class uh because yeah. i know that if i take a i have no practical application for that because i know that i can't draw one i can't draw and two uh -huh. i am not an artist so like in those two things in combination i shouldn't be animating um and i know that i don't have the patience uh for doing something that i'm bad at and yet i show right. up and do this all the time <laughs> matt how dare you <laughs> how dare don't you. say that about my friend matt <laughs> Uh, this is yeah. This is this, what a, what a journey. I mean, I I don't have any other thoughts on this. I, we've we've 
I, I, I've, I've yeah. exhausted everything I have to say about the Endless Eight, but it's it what just what an experience, what a ride. As as frustrating as the journey was at times, mm-hmm. I don't. I'm not mad that I watched it, and I'm not, don't, and I don't no regrets. Yes. I no regrets uh, at all, and I uh, I think uh, it as an experience, it was good. I also I feel think... richer having watched. it. Yes. yes. Even I, though I did not enjoy it. I also think... You're also wearing a monocle. So, so there are anime that I've seen... Right, in the top hat. <laughs> there are so anime that I've... cane. <laughs> God damn it. Got a big jewel on the top of it. <laughs> there are anime... You know what's inside this cane? Oh, a no. blade. <laughs> well, you're so rich, you have to defend yourself. He gets to a right, point, exactly. you know, obviously... Comes after my treasure. I'll just wait. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think at the Elon Zuckerberg fight? <laughs> what? Do you think at the Elon Zuckerberg fight, there's a possibility that one of them kills the other one? <laughs> it could happen. Hopefully it does. That would be really fun. You can see. You can Just a see. fatality. <laughs> like a full fatality. You can see Elon like making up excuses already because like as of record he's like oh i've got to get an mri and i might need to get surgery it's like no you don't no. what are you fucking talking about yeah he's getting and fucking wolverine claws put in his hands meanwhile zuck is just increasing the pressure he's like yeah i'm not i'm not counting like i'm not counting the day or it's like it's something like i know this isn't gonna fucking happen like i yeah. know he's not gonna meet the challenge Right. Because Zuck really thinks he could fucking take the guy. And I think he can. He does. And he's he's done like he's like, but he's like trained in MMA. I don't know if Elon has any of those skills. My God, it would be I, so I, I, great. What a What a world where you have to, you're like, like, go Zuckerberg. Like, this is where we're <laughs> at. Yeah, I'm kind of like, I kind of want him to beat up Elon yeah. Musk because it would be funny. It sucks. <laughs> it sucks. But I only, brought, I only yeah. brought it up because... Uh, Nick dresses like them now because uh, he has the top hat right. monocle and he dresses rich. Heather, Heather had a legitimate thought she was going on. Mm-hmm. What was your train of thought? My my train of thought was there's tons of anime that I've watched in my life, which I mm-hmm. go on myanimelist.com and look at and I'm like, I have no fucking memory of this show. I don't even remember what this show was. And I have to click on it and read the description and be like, oh, right. It was like uh, like a shitty robot show in the mid to oh, God, I don't remember this show. <laughs> I will be dying someday. I'll be old. And mm-hmm. Endless 8 will still be with me. Wow, yes. Because I will always remember yeah. when I watched an anime where all the episodes were the same. You can't, it won't disappear from your brain. No, you don't forget a thing like this, for sure. That's a great point. So, to 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 that point, good work, guys. Yeah, yeah. This is to, to that point. It's a a, a pristine masterpiece. <laughs> uh, any other thoughts? I can't wait to see to finally watch after a couple of weeks <laughs> a new episode of the melancholy of Haruhi Suzumiya. <laughs> One hundred percent, and and also like make sure you post your chain reactions to this one because I'm really in particular 
I, I want to get everyone's thoughts on if you watch this, you know, give us if you want to give us some context. Did you watch this in its first airing? Uh, do you have those memories? Or were you watching this for the first time along with us? Were you not watching and just, uh, you know, enduring our psychological torment by proxy? Whatever it is, like, like, like I'd love to hear. We all want to hear your reactions to Endless Eight as an uh, a complete thing. Uh, all, all, of course, the, these three episodes and then the all eight episodes. Uh, so post those on our Patreon. We'll read some of those next week. I can read a couple of, uh, not from our our listeners, but a couple of comments from the Crunchyroll uh, l- oh. uh, watchers. Love that. Um, so the finale of The Endless Eight uh, has the most comments of all of the Endless Eight episodes. And um, reading in upvoted uh, upvoted order. Six years ago, Closeted Weeb writes, to all the OG, to all the other OG motherfuckers who wasted their time watching this stupid fucking arc, <laughs> I salute you. <laughs> that rocks. From Atomo616, honestly, you really have to be in the right frame of mind to enjoy Endless 8. Either way, it tickles me pink that KyoAni actually got away with this. Probably won't ever find another show willing to experiment like this. Yeah. If you watched all eight, congratulations. You are part of the club. Wow. Wow. Warm water. Club. Here's another one from Gaman. Quote, warm water, do the math. I don't get that. Is that a reference to like somebody peeing in the pool? Oh, I guess so. Because they always talk about it. The water, the water's warm. So it's, yeah, maybe that is a peeing in the pool thing. Uh, I just had a thought. Yeah. What? Which series, I guess this isn't the ending of the series. So it's maybe not the same. But the end, not the end of Evangelion, but the ending of the series of Evangelion also made people mad. Sure. Were people more mad at that or at this? I I think people may have been angrier at Evangelion because there was no context for Evangelion. Mm -hmm. Whereas if you watch Endless 8, you can say to yourself, oh, it's kind of like they're doing an Evangelion thing. Mm, sure. That makes sense. I want to read one more comment. Yeah. From Wild Idiot. <laughs> 63 <sighs> upvotes. Now exiting hell. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so because we did three episodes this week, we also have to do three episodes next week, or we don't have to, but we're choosing to do three episodes this week so that it's broken up into two more episodes on Haruhi, and then we'll get to the movie. So next week, we're going to be covering episodes 20, 21, and 22, uh, which are the Sai of Haruhi Suzumiya parts 1, 2, and 3, and then we will be closing out the series, uh, or the closing out the season and the series uh, on the next week after that, and we'll just be doing two episodes, then we'll end with a movie. So those are the next three episodes. But for the next week, just know that we're covering three episodes of the anime. I could not have said that in a more confusing fashion. Anyway, we watched three this week. We're watching three next week. Then we're back on a regular schedule as we close things out. And there you go.
But right now, we got your chain reactions from last week's episodes, 15 and 16, a.k.a. Endless 8, Parts 4 and 5. It's time for the chain reactions of Harui Suzumiya, colon, Blue Talk. Blue Talk, 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 Blue Talk. We have to get in as many as we can because, like, I heard, I, I, I'm cheering this. Uh huh. They might make a stop doing blue talk. They, they're, they're, they're out there. They're out there saying, "Who's blue they? talk?" Well, exactly. Oh, like the they that my dad refers to. Yeah, exactly. Like the <laughs> yeah, the ones that uh, they they they're they're hiding votes or whatever. Right. It's the same ones, but they do a lot of different things. <laughs> <laughs> they're not, it's some of it's true, some of it's not. This one's true. They're wow. gonna get us to stop saying blue talk. Okay, well for now we're gonna we're gonna make a meal of it. Blue talk. Yeah. Blue talk. Blue um talk. okay. <laughs> this first one is from Eric. Hi Eric. Hi Eric. What's up, Eric? My favorite Sup. Sup. Oh, Sup. Yeah. Sup, dog. Sup. Hey, uh, look in your back pocket, dude. You just got iced. <laughs> oh hell yeah. Yeah. It's right back here with my chain wallet. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to go get gauges after this? Anyway. Um, <laughs> my favorite thing about Endless 8 is each time someone gets hit in the head with the beach ball at the pool, it made me laugh every time. <laughs> yeah, that, that is funny. That is a funny part. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. And if you're going to see something over and over and over again, might as well be one of the funniest parts. Yep. This next one is from Ray Watney. Hi, Ray. Ray, Hi, Ray. Watney. Sup? Sup. Sup. We're like really cool. We're like yeah, so we're cool. cool now. We're yeah. Really cool. I think Endless 8 may have had subliminal effect on me. As right around the time I binged through it, I decided to quit my pleasing but repetitive job and give myself a new challenge, which which scares the hell out of me. Thanks for putting me into this and Eva, two shows I'd probably never have watched otherwise. Now I'm going to celebrate my new job by watching Akiba Made War for the eighth time. Smiley face. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so this is recent. The way I I took yeah. it from Ray, right? Ray? The way the, the I I, I assumed Ray was talking about back when the when they originally watched this. Yeah. Saying they're saying this happened a lo- watch along watching along with us. That's intense. I, I like such a major life change uh, pro- provoked by such a such an event. I want nothing more than to make a piece of art that convinces people to quit their jobs. Yeah, I absolutely. have tried over and over again in my life to get to like make people want to get up and be like, "I'm done." If but, it's any consolation, I feel like that's on the table for all three of us. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, this next one's from MK. Hi, MK. MK. Hi, MK. Frequent commenter, MK. Always brings mortal the goods. comment. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> really good. Really good. That's that's great. Uh, since Code Geass keeps coming up, I'd love to know Heather's thoughts on the show. I really enjoyed it, and I think it's the best giant robot fighting outside of Evangelion. Maybe Whoa. it's because it's similar to the Evas, but they're animated more like living beings than machines. My So my exposure to Code Geass was just all fucking what like so i watched the second series which i think is lelouch of the rebellion thinking that it was its own anime when this back in the day and then was like wait this is and i was so confounded 
about how much they just expected you to infer relationships between characters mm. that I was just like, well, this is this is fucking wild. I want to write a show someday where people walk into the room and they just immediately come to blows and and you're like, oh, these guys hate each other and I have no idea why. But it turned out that it was the second season or the second series in the series. So then I went back and watched the first series. Guys, Code Geass is essentially if Death Note and Evangelion were combined. Mm-hmm. So it's like master genius bad person, also giant robots. Um, at the time, I remember it being just fun and crazy and uh and enjoyable but i could not summarize a single piece of the plot except to say that pizza hut was fully featured over and over again in the show mm-hmm. that's it that's all i got wow i don't want to derail us too much i had some pizza hut over the weekend oh no that was transcendent Really? You had good Pizza Hut. My was, last few Pizza Hut experiences have been subpar. It was so fucking good. What did good. you get? We I we ordered a couple pizzas and I don't know if it was the it had like two types of pepperoni on it. Uh and it was just so it had like the little guys and then the your standard I got to look this cut. up now so I keep talking. I don't know if it was like it and the box had Ninja Turtles on it. So I don't know if it was <gasps> just that it was Ninja Turtles coated or if it was just like that I felt like a Ninja Turtle when I was eating it, but it was so fucking good. Let's see what they're what they've got there for their seasonal menu. There was um, a Pizza Hut in um, Amsterdam Central Station, which, when I was poor and living, like literally dollar to dollar, euro yeah. to euro, when I lived in Amsterdam, yeah, um, we would have away shows, like corporate shows, uh, somewhere in you know, like Schiefenegger or um, Nijmegen or these these like tiny cities that had not like, making companies. up places. That's I'm not making those up. Um, and knowing that I had to go to Central Station meant going to the only Pizza Hut that I was aware existed in Amsterdam mm-hmm. and getting a personal pan pizza, the little the little tiny four four bite ones. Yeah. Oh, yeah, sure. Fuck. They were so amazing. So. Wow. Because those are bound, often whack in the U.S. I bounded off the train when I arrived this time into Central Station, and lo and behold, the Pizza Hut was gone. Oh, what a bummer. Yeah, a real sad day. I don't even know if there are Pizza Huts in Amsterdam anymore. I So l- looking at the, I think we got some big New Yorkers. The big New Yorker Ooh. double pepperoni is the yeah. one I'm seeing. Yeah, that's, that's what we had. That's maybe the closest to... Uh, Okay, yeah, so it's got the cuppy pepperonis. That's the yeah. thing. That's the, what distinguishes it from their normal pepperoni or pepperoni lovers. Yeah, it was it was really good. Somebody did remark that they didn't like it that much because it had that like sort of like herby sort of like seasoning on it too, but I liked that a lot. Mm. I um, loved it. It's uh, What's great about that pizza, it's endorsed by the Ninja Turtles this go-around, but 20 years ago it was endorsed by uh, former President Donald Trump. Oh, <laughs> In a big New Yorker spot. <laughs> I love Pizza Hut. It's the most incredible pizza. You won't believe what they're doing with this pizza. I think the pr- I think the thing of the spot is it's like a, 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 a slice. I won't, 
I think it is like it's like him and his ex. I think it's like Ivanka. I think it's his or who his ex wife was Ivana, not Ivana. Ivana right? Yeah, he Ivana wishes his daughter. wife was Ivana. I know. Yeah, that's his dream. Uh, Ivana's his, it's, the one that's buried in on his in his yard, right? I think I, so. And yeah. it wasn't Ivana Humpalot from Austin Powers. It wasn't her. Um, but may she rest as well. Ivana, all the, there's so many weird things about the guy, but the fact that his dead wife is buried in his yard is yeah. like you can't. It can't. It doesn't even rank. Like it's so far it down. It is the one list. of the weirder things, and you don't even think about it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just watch this ad. It's, it's thirty right. seconds long. It's going to take. It's going to be faster to just watch it than to explain oh, wow. it. Wow. All right, here we go. Napoleon, Alexander the Great, Donald Trump. We're all cut from the same cloth. And that cloth is very, very long. Why do New Yorkers have such big mouths? Go big or go home. Because they eat big pizza like the big New Yorker from Pizza Hut. We're talking 40%. Okay, so this is an Australian ad. So this isn't the one I was thinking of. So I didn't actually know they they had a separate campaign. Let's see if we can find. Wait, there's there's another one. Here we go. This is the one I was thinking of. You really think this is the right thing for us to be doing, Ivana? I remember this. Yeah. What do people think? Let them talk. Ivana, 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 Ivana. It's wrong, isn't it? But it feels so right. Then it's a deal. Yes, we eat our pizza the wrong way. Crust first. With a ring of cheese, thinner crust. You want to eat it the wrong way. Crust first. So, may I have the last slice? Actually. You're only entitled to half. Large is $9.99. So this is like a divorce joke, like, ad when so, they had the, their famous divorce. So he is, he did, he was their spokesman for, like, five years then, because those ads are, like, five years apart. Yeah. Is, okay, but, like, do you think it was, like, the lead in the gasoline that made it, gen- like, there's no... <laughs> <laughs> because, like... What are they going to do when they look at this time in history? Yes. They're going to have to look at those ads. I've been thinking about this a lot, and I think I've said this on the show. Something happened somewhere in the world that wasn't supposed to happen, and now we're here. Like, they're like, like, I don't know what it was. I don't know what event it was. And it wasn't like a catastrophic event. It was just something like akin to Tom Cruise jumping on the couch. It wasn't that. We needed that. That's sure. a result of what happened. Uh, something happened along the way, and I don't know what it was, but it's insane. Also, there was like an anomaly, an anomalous y- event, not like a second impact. There was no, just like no, just an anomalous event. Yeah, a okay. canon event. If uh, you're following Spider, oh, uh, there you go, Spider Verse yeah. uh, uh, logic. Um, but um, of course, they. It's so funny that they would show him doing the weirdest thing you could do. When eating a slice of pizza, like yeah. eating it from the fucking back, like of course that's how he would eat it. <laughs> they like reverse engineered the whole uh like product line because of him like just eating it weird in an ad. I was like, yeah. well, we got to justify this. Uh, let's put cheese in it so it's yeah. not yeah. weird. You're like, huh? <laughs> anyway, some people eat it forward. I eat it backwards. Yeah, a lot yeah. of people eat it backwards. There was some statistic that I read in 2016. That was that because the Cubs had won the World Series, it was statistically more likely that Trump would become president. Mm. That's interesting. Uh, I I don't. So on the 3rd of November 2016, I tweeted about it. Mm-hmm. I was like, a Cubs World Series victory means it's statistically more likely Trump will be president in a way I don't quite understand. Still, go Cubs. And then a week later, I was like, I take it back. No Cubs. <laughs> That's what you get. 
when you mess with the boys in Chicago. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> uh, this next one's from Ryan M. We'll do a couple more of these. Ryan M. writes. Hi, Ryan M. Hi, Ryan M. Sup. Sup, Ryan M. Sup. I like that Crunchyroll episode description seem to be more and more annoyed as the arc drags on. Get it together, Keon. That's what it's like. <laughs> one of the descriptions says. That is funny. Yeah. What are we're? Uh, I mean, like for these episodes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Season f- episode fifteen is uh, okay. Maybe the fifteen thousand five hundred thirteenth time is the charm, and then episode sixteen is like the time loop really is never ending. <laughs> when did? When did? Like when do? At what point in time did episode descriptions become fun? Because Heather's show does it. Uh, but and I know that other sh- like Atlanta does it too. But like, when did it? When did it start? Is that like Wait, the TV doing I, it, or are you guys doing it? Can I ask a question before we move on too far? Yeah. Which is, yeah. did I explain the link that happened in my head between the Cubs and what we were talking about, or did I just suddenly go on a tangent? I mean, you explained that it was connected to Trump, but not how. Uh, oh, what that? So I I. I, I believe that the Cubs winning the World Series is also evidence that we're in the wrong universe. Oh, it's the canon event? Oh, yeah. sure. Yeah, or, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, sorry. Or Just it's not a canon event, so like it, yeah. it happening made it weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a, probably a lot. Yes. And he's the mastermind behind it all. He is. Um, <laughs> he's been plotting it since day one, like... Lelouch of the Rebellion. <laughs> uh, but yeah, when did when did episode descriptions start doing like, oh man, this one's going to be a crazy one or, you know, something like that? Well, I've, I've been reading uh, Stephen Bochco's uh, autobiography, his memoir. Stephen Bochco created like a bunch of like big 80s and 90s television shows like Hill Street Blues and NYPD Blue. Uh, and uh, you know, worked on the Rockford Files. It's like a big, hu- a huge TV mogul before like the the age of prestige TV. And it's interesting because back then you would never see the title or description of an episode. Really, like it it might appear on like a TV guide if someone subscribed to a print TV guide, but mm-hmm. it was really just for internal use. So they would just do things like to make themselves laugh. So there's like two episodes of. Uh, a, of Hill Street Blues, which is just a cop show that are called, uh, titled Moon Over Uranus. Moon Over Uranus and then Moon Over Uranus, the sequel. <laughs> Has no real connection to the action of the show. It's just like, ah, this is this makes the room laugh. So I think there was a point where it was like that far, and then it reached a point where it's like, well, we got to write these things for, because people have DVRs and, you know, satellite TV now, so they're going to be seeing the episode titles and, and descriptions. And then now with streaming, every, people see that all the time, so it's become like a thing you actually have to pay attention to. Mm, I see, I see. It's just, it's But like, I don't know. Because I see him on like, people make memes out of him. Like, who wrote this DirecTV episode description? Or who wrote this description of The Wizard of Oz? And it's all like fucked up. Like, uh, or it's all like w- like weird. Um, but, well, yeah, because some of yeah. that stuff didn't come, like, didn't come yeah. from an authoritative source. It was yeah. just like, well, okay, the guy writing, uh, the guy on the TV Guide channel is going to come up with his own summation. Yeah. Uh, like, like it'd be like an annoying girl meets a bunch of idiots in her dreams, and it's like, huh? <laughs> like, yeah, well, that's rude. Um, uh, this last one is from Jace Beasley. Wait, hi, Jace. Can I? I want to yeah. say something about what we were just talking about, which is, uh-huh. um, do you think in the Library of Congress, where all these television shows are sort of enshrined, 
that that episode titles are intact? Like, do you think that there is these weird episode titles from Hill Street Blues are like oh sure the way you would look up the episode? Probably, and it's probably the only way you can even watch some of these shows now. Yeah, I wonder. I yeah. I don't I don't know because you know it's not like baked into the 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 show itself. It would have to be from some secondary source. Hmm. I, I would say probably mostly, but not entirely. I, I'd hmm. say there's probably like some some episodes of like Gunsmoke where just the title is lost to history. It's inter- it's interesting to think about. This this last one is from Jace Beasley. Hi, Jace. What's up, Jace? Hello, Jace. What's up? What's up? Uh, this is written in all caps. Crunchyroll just fucking showed me fucking Endless 8-4 instead of fucking Endless 8-6, and I didn't fucking realize it until it was fucking over. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> there is not a more, like, perilous nexus of, like, like first off, show, and then, like, like arc... And then platform, like those three <laughs> things all intersecting here, because the show itself is already out of sequence, right? And then the the this this arc is like every episode has the same structure, and then the Crunchyroll will just throw fucking random shit at you for uh, for arbitrary reasons because it just breaks. So yeah, there's so many things that could go wrong, and here because of the show, you're just you may not realize it until it's done. That's that's fucking uh, that's a bummer, Jay. Sorry about that, but also but that's very also funny. Extremely funny. <laughs> yeah, sorry that happened to you. Uh, but um, sometimes when something bad happens, it, it's funny. <laughs> uh, and, and that's it for this week's uh, chain reactions of Haruhi Suzumiya. Blue talk. Blue talk. Well, next week we're out of endless eight. But send us your thoughts on Endless 8, 6, 7, and 8, and the arc in general, uh, how, how you felt about all eight of those episodes, and we'll read them next week as we cover uh, the, uh, the towards the end of this, the uh, Harui Suzumiya Season 2, uh, we're going to do the Sai of Harui Suzumiya uh, episodes, or parts 1, 2, and 3, episodes 20, 21, and 22. Nick, did you, did you get animated? Yeah, I got animated. It was a lot to say, all right? I got fucking animated. Yeah, it felt like you got animated right there. Yeah, I got animated, all right? Fucking leave me alone. Uh Uh-oh, Nick got animated. I'm going to go eat a slice of Big New Yorker pizza. Oh, man. (laughs) It was so good. It was was delicious. (laughs) 